Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Because we're blending. We're blending. That's yes, what we're doing. Because we're blending. We're blending this evening. No it's wine. Season. It's glipper. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Well, um, I don't know. It's wrong. Because, of course, he is not here right now. So, um, we'll just. We'll just wing it without him. I mean, hey, I sometimes know. it happens. But then he, why is it that he always like raises this fuss and then shows up late or doesn't it's show at all? A great, uh, fancy uh, appearance, entrance, um, all eyes on me, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. Um, you know, you would think by now he knows how to get to work. Uh, he's found his perfect path. I don't know. I don't know what it's about, guys. 
But this evening show, um, we're going to talk about mothers, you know, um, but in a way that um, we're not just going to be going, oh, my mom's great. Happy Mother's Day. This is not that kind of Mother's Day special. You know, with the wind down, we like to keep it real. So we're going to talk about all the things that you got from your mama. Lessons, messages, misunderstandings, uh, bad advice, good advice, um, cycles, things you had to break. We're going to have a, a real. And then, of course, we're going to end on a good note because at the end of the day, no matter what, um, our mothers gave us what they could and what they had. So um, we're definitely going to take care of that, too. So that's the plan for the evening. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm just buffering because I don't want to get into the discussion and then voice out, just giving him some time to realize what time it is, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, then we can. You I, know, know he, I was talking on mute. I'm sorry. I was just talking away. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man. Because you're in there doing your kitchen thing, blending up yeah, my lips. I'm blending up. Yeah. And I'm talking about this is about to be good. Good. I've had a long day. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I literally just got home at like 10 o'clock. And you know, normally mm-hmm. I'm at home. Yes, that's a long day. That's my day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually at home by this time. But I, I was doing the mom thing, preparing for prom. We had to go get the sew-in sewed in tonight. Oh, prom. So it be ready. For Sunday, well, not Sunday, Saturday at the the hair appointment. So yeah, I was doing the mom thing. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. I, I'm I remember how exciting prom was for the first mini me, and I, I even every time because um, this is that time. So every time I look at my, you know, um, the um memories or oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I preparation. I just, I miss it. I miss it. Well, it's it's coming again, ain't it? Yeah, but we got two years. Oh. Why do I think she was a junior? Yeah, shit. Why do I think that? I don't know what no. my life is about. I think everybody's kid is a junior. <laughs> <laughs> She's the little sister. Out of all of our girls, she's the young one. Okay. Okay. I don't know why I thought she was a junior. I don't know why. But next year, you got it. And then the year after that, you still got it. I got time. You got time. You got time. Yeah, plenty. Um, okay. So while while we're waiting to see if Ron's going to join us on the actual show topic, there are some things that are kind of going on. And I figured, you know, we could pay a little bit of attention to those things. You know, speaking of attention. <laughs> Great segue. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the Aisha Curry situation. 
Mm, let me okay. I'm gonna mute for a second. Let me. I got. I need my drink to be finished. Let me mute. Okay. You talk. Let you do your drink, and because because we still need to go live because I know people have something to say about Daisha. Um. So while my mixologist friend is over there getting ready, um, just for those people who have not um heard about the Aisha Curry thing, um, she went and did the red table. I, y'all, people need to be careful doing this red table. This red table had you uh Facebook Facebook meme for for months. They they make that they are. Everybody pays attention to what's at the red table. Anyway, um, so in her interview, uh, she mentioned her is um, when she looks at how much her husband garners attention and the groupie and um, all the little, you know, looks he gets, she's, you know, in comparison to, to that, she feels like she doesn't even garner those kind of looks. And she feels some type of way in not having anyone um, pay attention to her is is what I the recurrent phrase, um, you know, not and not that she is looking to lay down with a man that's not her husband, but just the the attention of men and she doesn't feel like she gets it anymore, um, and so we're gonna talk a little bit about that for the first part of the show. Because you know, why well, might wake up and come um so that that's what's been in the today's argument. Then there are some new things in the uh, um in the news of uh some that has piqued my interest. I want to just talk about that for a little bit too. So we'll we'll do that, and um, um, because there was some information that was omitted, uh, and there was PL that was omitted, and it could possibly have changed a little bit. So. Perspective on that a little bit. Um, so those are two things that I want to talk about before we get to the actual meat of the show today. Um, God, this friend is ready. <laughs> okay. Right there. Okay. So even though I would, I have for the Aisha thing. I kind of was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to reserve my thoughts for when I have to go on to Nick D at night. Because Nick D, I think he's got, he's got something up his sleeve and what he got to say. And I don't know what my other co-host is going to do. Okay? Because Nick D might say something that made me want to jump across the table. But um, I, I, I'm with you like Aisha is not saying that she wants another man. She's not saying that. She just wants some attention from her husband. That's all. That's what I took it as. Maybe I'm wrong because there's plenty of women out here in the world that feel that way. That have money. That don't have money. 
that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. You, Ron's here? We, we didn't even get Yes, like, ma'am. That, dude. Imaj, you said something, and we didn't even hear it because, I don't know. You're, I think you muted your phone. Oh, Lord, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, let me go back. Okay, I'm not muted right now. Okay, so um, what I'm saying or, or is, it, is, is it breaking up? Is that your friend? I heard a voice. Is that your friend? Whose friend? Is that wrong? He said something. He said, hey. She got jokes. She got he, jokes. Please. I mean, you must continue. Um... So, I think that she probably said a lot of things that a lot of people, a lot of women want to say. Are you doing a live today? Let let me come back. Let let me brush down my edges, Jesus. Um, (laughs) I've been at work all all day. Let me me brush down my edges, and then I'll be on it. Give me a second. But, um... Yeah, I she because how how many people would talk about it on the live? Because I'm telling you, it's everywhere. Oh my, it's everywhere. Oh my god! And as much as I like, okay, so just like we have an office, we have an office for cocktails and combos. We have an office for Nick D at night, and we have uh-huh. an office for the code. Okay. So cocktails and convos. Now keep in mind, I've been working all day long. I've been out here doing my mommy thing all day after after that. So I finally sit down to open up my inbox. I got ninety-two. Ninety-two. I'm from cocktails and convos. Now I told that's I'm not about to read none of this. I ain't about to read this shit. I'm not going through this. I already know what I'm talking about. Mm-mm. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this shit with them. No. No, I'm not doing it. Because everybody on my timeline is talking about it. And then, if he, and so, I got some, excuse me for what I'm about to say, but I got some dumb bitches on my dog on, um, on my Facebook. I got some dumb bitches. You got, got my bitches. <laughs> They're what? Okay, we can, whenever you, I did, I did start the live, so whenever you're ready. Okay, I'll be there in a second. Like I said, let me, let me, let me calm down. Let me do something about these edges and these sprees in my head, because I've been at work all day. Let me look like something. Maybe I here embarrassing my boyfriend, looking like who shot John, why, how come, and what was it? Wow. Don't 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 uh, 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 uh. don't you do this, Ron? Don't you do this? I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm just chilling. I would like to know what Ron would have to say about Aisha here. Aisha. That's my name, Aisha Carey. I thought you were talking about. You know what I'm saying? Aisha. Remember her? What's that? No vacation? Yeah, he's that. Anyway, yeah. um, why not too stupid? She's stupid. Who? You say she's stupid? 
Yeah, she's stupid. How she's stupid? She just wants some attention from her husband. You don't want attention from your husband by other people showing you attention. Ain't nobody showing her no attention. She ain't out here cheating on her husband. What did she ask for? Attention. From who? Her husband. No. That's not what I heard. Unless y'all said something that I noticed in miss, I was in the impression from that she was From her man, namely her husband. She was saying how, you know what I'm saying, he's getting this attention from other women, you know what I'm saying, because of his celebrity and blah, blah, blah. Why can't I get attention, you know what I'm saying, from other men well, or from other people? Whether from him. Whether from my husband. That wasn't what she was looking for. And, and, and I just happened to hear about this earlier. That's why I know about it. Cause I don't give a fuck about these people talking about dumb shit. When we got real shit going on, let me see. Dear Lord. Okay, so I'm back. I don't know why I was gone, but I'm back. Oh, oh what did you, we didn't even realize you was gone. We were talking. I'm sorry. It's even worse when people don't even realize that you ain't even there. I said I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. I didn't, we didn't know. It was mostly very peaceful, and we had a halfway decent conversation in March, so it figures she wasn't here. Y'all, it ain't to find yourself a good son of a bitch. It ain't ain't hard. I just found one. (laughs) But yeah, that's how I feel about old girl. I feel she's, you know what I'm saying, she's full of it. She's she's reaching. Could you reshare with me, Ron? Because I missed it. He, he said that she wants attention from other men because she, because her husband gets attention from other women in that show and that she's dumb. And in that show, that would be it, yes. Oh, well. Well, of course, we disagree. So let me ask you a question. Why do why would you look or seek attention from outside of your your marriage just because your husband gets it? There's no other reason that she wants it other than the fact that he's getting it. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think maybe the wording she used doesn't fit, but I um of the fragility of everyone, especially in this society, and I'm generalizing, but only a small bit of generalizing, um, because people's um, self-efficacy is fragile. And I do think that we all have some level of wanting to be acknowledged by whatever our looks. I mean, she spends time picking out outfits to put on. That's part of her semi-celebrity status. So, of course, she wants to be noticed for that. It's like someone who, who is an artist paints wants to be noticed for their painting at some point. Um, I don't think it's far-fetched. 
so many men, this is why they cheat, because they want to know if they still got it. Like, what what's different? What is different? This is the same right, hold thing. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who told you that? Um, Men that I have talked to. Yeah, they lied to you. Yeah, they lied to you. Men cheat. What did he say? What did he say? Men cheat for pussy. That's why they do. It's not still got it. I think that is an excuse. Hold on, hold on, mister. Because if you have that at home, why are you cheating for it? If you have it at home, you have it. They just want some different tag. Yes, exactly. What's wrong with that? You want something something different. Old people, old people, old country people say, don't nobody want nobody that don't nobody want. Old people say that all the time. That don't mean that you're supposed to give advice. Listen, listen. People always say dumb If there's nothing for you, if you don't have anything going for you that anybody else would think is cool, who wants that? Everybody wants to feel like they have something that's treasured, even though it's theirs. They want to feel like somebody somewhere thinks that my chick has the nicest earlobes. I don't care what it is. Not somebody I'm just saying, it's, nobody <laughs> that is not worthy of being that, uh, desired in any way. They you don't. are giving off false equivalences right now. All right. You can't talk about what your partner wants when she is talking about herself. She's not talking about she wants her, uh, you know what I'm saying, her partner to look a certain way. She's not saying that she wants so um um other men to worship or to to want her so that hers. Fits. No, it's totally a selfish thing she's talking about. I want to be in the spotlight. He's getting a okay. 10. I need to get at least a five and a half. What's going on? Where's my shot? What's up? Let me, Where's your shot? Let me ask you this question. Um, are you saying to me, Ron, because you said I have this all twisted and I'm saying I'm coming from the wrong perspective. So let me ask you this. Are you telling me that as a single man, if you ever are single, um, are you telling me as a single man, you don't want a woman to look at you. You don't want to be attracted to women, period. No women look at me. I don't want to be attracted to women. Okay. Um, no, I'm not saying that. Okay, this, um, I just followed somewhere with it, so just give me a chance. Okay, so you're saying that as a single man, you want women to find you attractive, right? I don't so know. Are you saying? As I don't know you- because because you trying to set me up with my yeses and nos to make I'm me, you know what I'm saying, contradict what I said. And I don't know okay. if, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to follow this because you don't follow it for me. You give me the, that crack head itch right under my... Okay. But what I'm saying, on is... Because your answer is going to be that, yes, you do want to be attracted to women, period. And I'm going to follow that with, 
if you then get involved with someone, do you now want the rest of the world to think you're invisible? Think you're an ugly, invisible-ass mother. I mean, you know, that's what you want. You want that. Because now you got this boo. So now I got this boo. I'm linked up. That's I don't want not what she's saying. She's not saying that I got with this person. Now I want the rest of the world to look at me. She's saying I got with this person. Wait a minute. Hold on. They're giving him more love than they're giving me. Why can't I get some of that? That's what she's saying. It has nothing to do with how she feels about herself. It has to do with how she feels about herself in comparison to how they feel about her husband. But do you and think that's that devotion? Do you think that comparison is just on a, a larger scale? Is it? Is it what? Is it just? Is it just on a larger scale in comparison to real life? Um, I don't, I don't know because, I mean, it, 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 you, you could say that, or you could say that because she's at a larger scale is why, you know what I'm saying? Is 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 a little skewed. You could say a lot. She's had her little forays with, with um, with entertaining and 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 being a celeb, quote unquote celebrity. So maybe it's because her star isn't as hot as it used to be. You know what I mean? Maybe it's that, oh, they was, you know what I'm saying, shouting me out and asking me for uh, uh, to make appearances here, here, and here before, but now it's not as much. So maybe she's looking at her old self. Maybe she got the Al Bundy disease. Oh, I used to be a high school, you know what I'm saying, football star. I, you know, and, and I can hear what your, what your angle, and let me not make you feel like I'm thinking you full of bullshit. I'm not. Today, right now, the second, I don't. I just think that people are hypocrites. I think every time I read somebody's post that says there's something wrong with her, that they're hypocrites. Because we sit on social media, and social is 90-something percent vanity. It, it is. We get to create these existences by omitting the truth and only posting the shit we want people to see. And that's for what? It's to feed us. That's what she's talking about. And as a woman who has been in a whole lot of places relationship-wise and a mother aspiring for things that I dream of, I definitely say that I be fed in wherever my insecurities lie. And if that means that I wanted a platform that was larger and I'm not getting that and my husband has it and he is doing a million things and I'm doing six, yeah, I'm a safe shit because I have an insecurity there. Because hopefully, I think so highly of whatever my my platform is that I feel like I could compete at a higher level and I'm not attaining it. I mean, but I sat and I watched people who I've seen post stuff that's all about being there, and they're talking about her or people but with you plastic. You said you didn't wake up one morning and hate your ass, women. You woke up one morning and you wanted to get the same attention as some woman who had a. So you, I mean, just I just don't be a hypocrite. Just don't be a hypocrite. 
if your thing is an ass and her thing is attention, it's the same shit. That's all I'm saying. And what I'm saying is you making it seem like those are good things. Those are signs of a toxic community. Those are signs of a, a of a culture that's askew. Those are signs of people who are have a void for some for some reason. In, in that area when they shouldn't necessarily have that. Those ain't good I mean, things. It's bullshit. But kinds of people being human, Ron. Every human has an insecurity. So then so then one could say that every human has some bullshit. And if that's the case then me by me saying it's bullshit shouldn't be bad. It should just be saying, Oh yeah, well you know, well, we all got some of it. And that, I wouldn't be saying any damn thing if that's how the world was perceiving it. But so many people are dogging her, dragging her, and I'm like, you got your own shit. You got your- or you got your own shit, and you really ain't got no window or no pot to piss in and to throw it out of. Like, that, these are people who, one, have no man, who don't get attention from a man trying to speak about how she's feeling. You don't know how but that she's woman not spoke asking her for attention from her man. She's asking for attention from outsiders. I'm confident he shows her attention. Here's one of those things where it might be different. It's not, but women and men's mentality. It's not different because I hate toxic masculinity. masculinity. Men like to be looked at and thought that they are attractive. Period. The end. Married men, not married men. Men that like other men, it don't matter. Men like to be men that like other men as aesthetically pleasing to someone else outside of the relationship. Period. The end. No man says, "I hope I'm an ugly motherfucker." No man. No man. They get up and they put hopefully clean clothes because they want somebody to. If they can't say you look good. Smell good, right? Okay, so you didn't. And- I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. You see, for everything that you're saying, that, listen, we are living contradictions. So everything that you're saying, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe not, because I, I, I'm sure you've seen that 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 fire man who's coming out to, you know what I'm saying, burning building, all stinking sweaty from saving three people. You'd be like, oh, he's sexy. You know what I mean? So you don't necessarily have to be clean and this and this to be attractive. You don't, and, and, and not, the point that I'm making. He knows he's attractive. Whatever it is, his thing. That's we, what's what we used to call swag. Whatever that swag was, a man will wear his because he did want to be acknowledged for the fact that I got the fucking swag. I might not want to lay with you, but I do want you to see it. Right, but that, but that don't necessarily have to be about his physical looks, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm sure, what was that whole thing, uh, gray sweatpants matter, I'm sure they had some ugly dudes that was like, yeah, I know my face ain't this, but you know what, look at this imprint on these sweatpants, oh, you like me now, I don't you, you know what I mean, so, no, I mean, no, 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 I no don't what? care how big your wing it might be, nigga, you're still ugly, that's you, no, I'm saying? <laughs> I don't care. I'm sorry. You, I know some females who will be very happy to look at, you know what I'm saying, Mustafa with his, you know what I'm saying, 
his baby now, like, the now when you're looking like who shot John and why, what, how, what was it? No, 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 no. So, Sir, I'm you saying, look like you too, Bob. No. I, I understand the whole thing about, you know what I'm saying, you wanting to be attractive because you're trying to attract something. I understand that. You, that, that you just have pride in yourself to take care of yourself to look good. I get all that. She is not from what I understand. Maybe it's my comprehension skills. But from what I understand, that's not what she's saying. She's com- she she's stuck in this comparison shit between her. Own. It's not that she's saying that people don't look. You know, this is a nice looking lady. You know she gets uh, compliments all the time. She got a little bit of paper. You know she's gotten compliments all the time. So it's not about her getting these. She's trying to compare herself to him or compare herself to herself in the past. And when you start doing that, that's bullshit. I think people do that. I think people in relationships do that. If they didn't do that, there would be no uh, revenge cheating. I mean, people do that. That's like human. So then admit that it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's simple. I mean, so then you make make it seem like people do that. People do revenge cheating. Revenge cheating is bullshit. Okay, so but you're but people are acting like Miss Curry. Fuck people! I I I I can't talk about what they say. I, I can just defend my point of view. Ron, we're having a conversation, but and, and the conversation was how this perception is because this perception, these comments that I keep seeing or or reading, it's like it is bullshit. It is other people's bullshit. For one, people are projecting their own understanding of situations onto the relationship issue that she has with her husband or not. Um, we all are, because we all are, are about our experiences. However, for us, the ones that are killing me are the hypocritical ones. The ones that were just playing profoundly and had all those anonymous people want to lick their assholes and, and, and suck them from the back. And they posted that shit. And it's like you want everybody to see all this crap being said to you by Anonymous. What is that for? It's for attention. That's it. You could have read that shit and not even posted it. That praise, praise You had to get this. Let me pass down this. Pass around this. I'm going to put myself in front of this camera. I'm going to say this to everybody. And I know they're going to come for me. But how you come to somebody when you go ask them, you did the same thing. The police thing got me. I was, I was like, yeah, I dare not play. That's crazy. I could, some of that, and some of those people, you knew they were in relationships. It's like, why would you even post that? Why would you even post that? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So then if it's the same thing, and the way that you're making it seem like for these people who you're talking about right now is bullshit, then, listen, I I got some bullshit to my life. I know I do. I'm not the perfect individual. You know what I'm saying? I'm working progress. I'm still working through some of my bullshit, and some bullshit I'm going to have for the rest of my life. But that don't mean that if if I come out with something that somebody could say he has a point, that don't mean that it's not bullshit. She may have a point, but her point is bullshit. And the reason I say it's bullshit because it's not founded in anything that's righteous. It's not founded, you know what I'm saying, in anything 
that's loving. You know what I'm saying? It's founded in something that's about attention grabbing. And with something that's, you know what I'm saying, rooted in that, that's not that. That's not what's up, in my but humble if, opinion. When you step back away from the situation and you say, but what is, what is this really? And you look at the fact that this is really talking about somebody's belief in themselves. That's what it is. It's, it's somebody's um, uh, insecure issue. Then we, that's that's just a reflection for the world. Everybody, all of us. These are the things that build who we see ourselves as. That's that's all I'm saying. And I'm saying that we all have this. This is all part of a mental health evaluation. This is this is all part of it. If you have to go see a counselor, a therapist, uh, a psychologist, this is all part of an eval. Is the perception of who you are and how it is formed. And if you have to be, um, if your acceptance comes from outside sources, that's all part of trying to figure out mentally where are everybody is not mentally well. We're we're all damaged in some, but that's all part of, of mental health. It, it's not people are looking at it like it's uncommon. Some of the people, the very people talking, you are suffering from the same part of your mental health. It's the same thing. That's just where I sit with it. I mean, who am I but a mere woman? So there you go. I just know when I thought thought about women, period, I thought about women who just had children and are postpartum, you know, um, that depression space. Some of that is an onset because I'm not who I was. I look different. I'm suffering whether or not I'm still socially acceptable. Am I ugly, overweight, um, shape weird, whatever? Because even though it is my own issue, I am allowing outside forces to establish how I feel about that. Now, did she at any point? Did she because I didn't I didn't do the interview, but did she at any point um acknowledge like if this was on a a present thing that she was going through, is this a thing that she went through and she's on the other side of it now? You know what I'm saying? Like where is she in the scheme of that being a, a current? Um, the that I watched, she was just coming into it. Like, it's like something that she's realizing about herself. So it's a current thing. hmm And unfortunately, from this amount that we've seen, we don't know all of the other parts, like how much was talked about before and how much was talked about after the, right. the information, you know, what was said, because we're looking at a clip. Um, so we don't know my thing is we don't know if some of this is more about her entrepreneurial endeavor and just the things that add up to her maybe valuing or devaluing herself. That, that's that's my thing. Like we don't know everything, and we wouldn't know everything. But I just feel right. Like- I'm just saying, I find it hard for you to be like. 
I want more acknowledgement. When the bitch said, I want to get married like the Curry's Steph and Aisha. You know what I'm saying? Your name is in, you know what I'm saying? Your relationship was put up on a pedestal in front of the world to see. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like, um, I still feel like she is, um, I think, I feel like she was trying to do something different with this sound clip, and then people ran with it. What I felt like she was trying to set up is a conversation about her um, subtle beauty. I feel like she was trying to set, set up, like, you know, because she makes it a point to dress a certain way, carry herself a certain way. And I felt like she was trying to push an agenda of our conversation about um, why society would more readily accept the hoochie or the thought or the before a nice, clean, classy woman. I feel like that's what she wanted to do with it, but it didn't get to do that. And, and, and listen, I if that's the argument or the position that she has, then I'm with that. It just, to me, seems that she was trying to compare and contrast her attention or the level of attention she gets to that of her husband's. And when you do that, you're you are fighting a losing battle. To, to, right. to me, that's the bullshit. But if that's not what she's doing, then I have to reassess what I, you know what I'm saying, what was taking in. Right. Definitely. And that's definitely, you know, true. I, again, I don't, I wasn't having a conversation with you to say I'm right. I just want no, you, you was. to acknowledge you was. Own- you, you was. Did you call me stupid? You called me stupid. I call you stupid all the time. I called you stupid before you got on the air. No, I I was saying it because I I needed the other side to to also get a voice because I'm like, come on guys, let's not be hypocrites. We all have our shit. We all have we have baggage. We got shit from before we even could speak English. We got shit from I don't, I just don't even want to start, but yeah. We got we got slave mentality bullshit that we still haven't come completely out of. So we all got some bullshit. So we can't just be like, well, your bullshit stinks worse than mine. Uh, who says yours doesn't stink worse than theirs? Like exactly, I'm with you on that. I'm with you because it, like somebody was talking the other day about um, well, I was having a conversation about a young lady who I know that smoked crack, and somebody was like, oh, how could she? I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not here to throw stones at one addiction as opposed to another. You know what I'm saying? If you're right. addicted to anything, then you can't talk about And I understand people say, oh, that's crazy. But you know what? Motherfuckers will wake up every morning. They got to have that coffee fix. And they got to have, you know what I'm saying, that sugar fix. Sugar can yeah. kill more people than crack. You know what I'm saying? Right. In this country. So when we look at it for what it is, you know what I mean? Like one addict. So, so yes, we all have our shit with us. And and just because I got my shit in this way and you got your shit in another way, it don't mean it's better or worse. But that's not us glossing over it and saying it's not bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's just saying, yeah, yeah she got bullshit with her, but so do you. So stop trying to play her. Now, if that's where you're coming from, then all right, let's we can do that. But I don't know. It just seems like she was very, very, you know what I'm saying, 
Like, oh, my husband's getting attention. Where's my attention? Like, nigga. What kind of childish shit is that? But yeah. it is what it is, I guess. But but again, you know, and on that on that side of it, definitely. I mean, what that was me when I you put how you go get the same uh accolades I Right. If that is the issue, yeah, no. You, you actually throw on some basketball shorts and some shoes and get out here, and then maybe you'll get your little like numbers up when you post something on Instagram. But other than that. No, she won't. She won't. No. Understand. Um, and Delica, I was about to stop right there and tell you, but that's what we were talking about. We were talking about um, the little snapshot that we've seen about um, what Miss Carrie said when she was at the red table. Um, I was telling my earlier, that damn red table, it has said it all. If you spend a little time at that red table, and your shit viral, whatever you say. <laughs> so, right, we, we, uh, this ain't even the topic of the show. Right. <laughs> um, so that was that topic. Um, the But the whole the whole show is uh, your mama. Um, and we were talking about, because it's our Mother's Day special, and we're just going to talk about um, things that you got from your mom. And it's not all positive, and it's not all good. Um, but just how all those things, cycles that we didn't break or we are having to break because our parents gave those to us, um, great advice, terrible advice. Um, that whole um, do as I say, not as I do, like that whole confusing thing that we grew up and finally had to be grown ass people to realize like, oh you were doing the wrong shit. You know what um but just those conversations. We want to talk about um Mother's Day. That's Mother's Day. What we get from mothers. So um but I did I said I was gonna mention this other thing because um we were we were trying to buy time for Ron to get here because he doesn't come to work on time. Um, Always late. This is my main teacher him how to be on time. Um, and so I was talking about these two things that were in on the social media news, and it was the um, Curry thing. And then um, the Sandra Bland kind of got me worked up a little bit. And I told you, I told people's kids, look, let me tell y'all what, what what I woke up to this morning. And then they were like, what, what? And they all left my classroom starting to find information because that's what I do. I share. Um, but so I woke up the other morning, the news is on, and I really don't listen to the news or watch the news in the morning, but it was on. And so I happened to hear that there was a recording of the traffic stop of Sandra Bland when she was um, here leaving Prairie View. Um, and the recording was from her own cell phone. So it captures everything that happened inside of her car. This recording never made it to trial. It was never viewed by the prosecuting attorney, but I guess for the civil I'm not sure, but but because I know I watched the um, attorney when he actually got to watch the video, and you could see that he had never seen this stuff. It was he said it was not part of the discovery. They never mentioned it. They they made it seem as if it never existed. Um, 
And I'm 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 not sure because she said that came from her cell phone. So the way my author brain works is that meant that they actually saw the cell phone or got to hold the cell phone or go through the cell phone and they still never found that video. But um so somehow my thing is somehow that video got leaked. Yeah, this this week somebody and they put it in a space that the investigator, the news investigator finds it. The news investigator? So he carried it around. I think he took it uh, to Chicago to show his sister um, because they had never seen it. No one ever saw this. And it absolutely shows that he, the officer, was the aggressor. He she wasn't doing anything, and he was one of his one of his um, pieces of defense was that um, he was um, she he could he couldn't see what she had in her hand, but if I'm holding my phone and I tell you that I'm recording you, you absolutely see what I have in my hand. So this is um, some really 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 big information, but my reason for like being taken aback by it. I'm not taken aback by the justice system being unjust. Not at all. I'm taken aback by the fact that one of the tags that she used was Sandra Speaks. And that woman is still speaking. She's still speaking because that piece of video was discovered at this point and put out there because she, I feel like her energy could not rest because that's the spirit that I felt every time I saw her little video clip and how she was so militant. I just felt like she couldn't rest until she put that spin on the story that was sold to the public. And just, it gives me goosebumps. It's about energy being so powerful after death that it can play a hand in, in that, you know. So I had to talk about that because I was really moved by the story. That's a, that's it. That's all I had to say about it, y'all. Hey, you got it off your chest. I did. You got it off your chest, friend. Was on your spirit all day. You were able to get it out and say it like you wanted to. Boom. It was. That's what we're saying. again. Again, I call bullshit. Oh. Why did I be uh oh? I mean, spirit. He's a spirit. He's a spirit. I came. The, the reason on. I call bullshit is because um, certain procedures and certain uh, thresholds for admitting evidence is 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 like it's obviously skewed in one direction. Um there's no way that I see that this wasn't known about. The, I mean at, first of all I take you into custody. That means I'm taking your property into custody too. That means that this was either on her person or was in her vehicle. Either way, both of those things are now my property 
if I'm the system because I'm taking them, okay? I'm searching all of my properties. I mean, I'm looking through this. First thing that you look at is the personal's private effects when they pass away. So you're looking for her bag. You're looking for her uh, her wallet. You're looking for her phone. You're looking for her keys. You know what I mean? These are just little things that you look for in a person once, you know what I'm saying, you either take them in or after they murdered her is what they did. How they didn't know that this existed. They knew that this existed. So the fact that it didn't get admitted into evidence somehow is is the bullshit that I call. Um, it just seems a little too convenient. You know what I mean? That this wasn't able to be used at her her court date, so this officer could could be you know convicted hopefully because of that. Um, but that being said. I, I agree that her her energy was so strong. She was like, "Nah, I'm not ready to quite. I'm not ready to go yet. I got something else I need to get off my chest." And um, and that was found to come to light. But I just, it's just crazy how you could have a trial for something, and all of a sudden after the trial, then shit starts popping up. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, and 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 Ron, um, I think we're saying the same thing. Um, because we know it, we know it exists. Hell, she recorded it in the moment. So yeah, it, it was somewhere. But some, the officer knew it was on the phone. You know what I'm saying? So when he arrested her, he knew. It was, I just wonder. I wonder how they had to dig. How far they had to dig in? Because you know there are people who can retrieve anything off of a computer. Like you can delete it, but still receive it. So I'm wondering if that's a that dig somebody had to do to this phone to get it because I figured the officer arrested her and he knew that damn recording was on that phone. So he went into that phone and and that might be why he killed her. That might be why they killed her. Going into the um, cell and trying to get her password to unlock her phone or, or her her phone.
But but I would think that wouldn't they after after your your burial and your funeral don't they return your effects? I mean I mean I'm sure you've been in jail how many two three dozen times so you should know how it works. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now you've been in jail two three dozen times. All right, all right. Let's forget that shot I just threw. My bad, my bad. Yeah, my yeah, bad. yeah. Because I can I can I can shoot back. But I'm saying, don't they return living in a glass house? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, what, what, what if the house is fiberglass? It's fiberglass. I don't make I, a difference. I was about him and his walks in the park. I wasn't. I was leaving him alone. We remember. We remember. All right. Um, we're moving on. Um, don't they return ones? personal belongings once they're no longer on. It's done. That stuff should have been given. There's no reason that the family shouldn't have had that or or the estate shouldn't have had all of her personal belongings. I mean, and that's true. I don't know. I've not been to jail. I don't know if you die in jail, if they give your stuff to your mama or not. I don't know. I just my curiosity is I feel like it's obvious that that video wasn't just sitting on the phone. They had to recover that. You know how you do like a hard right. reset back that and it erases everything. I feel like there's something that you can do in the reverse to bring everything that once was there back and somebody found it that way. I mean it all depends on the the way that this recording was made. Did she record it? Like, and send it to someone. So now, right. you know what I'm saying? Was was it on the open transmission between her and someone else? So that now it's not just with her. Was it was it uh, dumped down to the cloud? You know what I'm saying? Was it on some kind of social media um, mm. platform or something like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how was this recording made? I would think. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it able to be put into like a little? You know, people had drop boxes, you know what I'm saying? Was it downloaded somewhere like that? Or how did yeah. she record it? I would think would lead uh to answering a lot of these questions. Because I I just wish they wish that you could have seen a way and you can. I mean you can you can watch the video. It was the new it was a news channel, so they have it on their website for their news. But the way that her attorney, her family's attorney, you could look in his face and see that along with his wheels turning, like, how am I going to open this case and get these baskets? You can also see that he could not understand how they didn't get that. Like, how didn't we get this piece of video? And then there are certain things that, you know, are sealed. So the grand jury got to see it or didn't get to see it or whatever. You really don't get to know that because it was the grand jury. So you don't get to know that. But, he knows that when he was dealing with the case, it wasn't put into the discovery as things that we have that can be used as, you know, evidence. And they they didn't know about it. And and the way that that her mom, the the vibe I got from her mom, if there was any inkling that there was a video, her mom would have made sure that that came to the forefront. That's just the vibe I got. I got one of those mama vibes from her that's like, 
oh, no, we about to deal with this, you know. Um, her mom seemed very, very strong in the sense that she was going to get justice for her, her daughter. Um, so, I don't know. I just had to take a moment to address that because that was, that was weighing on me today. And I, I just, you know, wanted to talk on it, you know, but. I, I want to know. I, I'm watching to see how that plays out. We open the case, or I mean, what are we doing? Because that video does definitely contradict things that um, the officer said did not happen. And then on the video, they absolutely happened. So it'll be interesting. Oh. Mm. So moving right along. So today's topic is about your mama and things that you learned from your mama and things that you observe in in you know from from outside of you know parenting relationships. Things that maybe you observe in other parenting relationships. But we're talking about mama, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. Um, so we should just, we should let Ron start on. Oh, Lord. So he's a daddy. And you get to, I mean, Ron, this is your opportunity to pick anything about your mama. And not your specifically, just in general or specifically, that you would like you get to, you know, kick us, cheer us up, put us on a pedestal, whatever you want to do right now, Ron. But your mom. All right. What's um, that? See, see, you you trying to confuse me because you said it could be about my mama or any mama. You know what I'm saying? Well, if I'm doing about my mama, I I, I can't. And, you know what I'm saying? Good faith, do nothing negative. Um, but when it comes to just mothers in general, how, how, how can I be negative about that either? Um, but Good your answer. daughter, your daughter's mother? Oh, shit. If he's talking about that. Yeah, oh, that's anyway. a, um, my daughter's mother. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's not talk about her quite yet. Not yet, not yet. Um, my mother, uh, she is a piece of work. I would say that my mother's biggest teaching to me would be on how to always have a positive outlook not let things get to you you know um some people sometimes people stress over things some people kill themselves worrying um my mother never had that problem and she passed that on to me um i guess you call it not giving a fuck or you can also <laughs> call it having having supreme confidence that everything is going to be all right um, whatever you want to call it, she instilled that in me. So I, I, I thank my mother for that. Um, 
yeah, I'm going to leave that right there, though. Um, we're not going to go any further. <laughs> we're going to stop while we're at. Um, yeah, next. What about your baby mama? Oh, that's why we're stopping while we are ahead. Okay. What um, about in general? Like, no one specific. What do you think some things are that mamas pass down or teach or instill? Everything. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when it, when it's done the way it's supposed to be done, and and maybe that's the wrong term that I'm, I, I shouldn't be using, but um, when it's done. In, in the conventional manner, mommy's with the child for the first X amount of months to years, you know, and it's just mommy for the most part. Yeah, daddy's there, and if you have siblings, they're there, but it's child and mother for a long time. So whatever they're learning, whatever they're seeing and experiencing, they're doing that with their mother right there next to them. So under mommy's watchful eye. Mommy lets you she's your first uh uh I don't want to say God, but mommy's God at first. You know what I mean? When you're born. You eat because of mommy. You breathe because of mommy. You you you're you're clean because of mommy. You're happy because of mommy. You know what I'm saying? Mommy has power over your whole world in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you you can't be more powerful than that. So I mean, all praises do to you know women in the jobs that they do. Um, even those who don't, who have not bore children, you know, they still have that power of motherhood. You know what I'm saying you have aunties and you know what I'm saying things of that nature and 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 and, aunt, and, and cousins and things that that even though they're not your mother, they still mother you, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely salute women and their their job of being mother. Great answer. Very politically correct. Thought you didn't do politics. Good job there. I don't know what um, you're talking about. I just, I just call it how I see it. So I wanted to talk about, because I see some things that mothers give their children, um, and it's not always good. For instance, I think um, one of the, one of our generation's gifts um, as mothers to our children that maybe we should stop gifting them is an undeserved sense of entitlement or life with no consequence. Um, And I know that it probably comes from, like, wanting to protect them because the world is unfair and people don't love my baby like I love my baby. But what we often end up doing is fracturing their sense of accountability, like, they don't think anything's their fault and things are clearly their fault. And then they're like, well, mom, I'll tell you what happened. And then you just call the teacher or write the teacher 
and then make them do the way I want it done. That's not realistic. Doesn't work. But when our children are 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and still thinking that that's how it works, setting them up for failure. And I think we have to find a balance. Um, We have to find a balance where we do protect, but not to the point that we take away that sense of accountability. Because we see, you know, a lot of the times, and and sometimes I overthink things, and it's okay. I know me. But I like to look at at us as a race, and I look at um, the Europeans as a race, and I look at how their children are because they, you know, so many hundred years evolved as far as wealth from where we are in the sense that um, their children are reflective of this entitlement because they have so much, as a group of people, they have so much um, generational or advance. And again, you got to look at how many years we're away from slavery and all these things. We haven't been operating as long, but we actually have made it pretty far. And when you look at it, our children are slowly becoming this entitlement that we the last store when the little kid would say, I want it now, Mommy, and you're going to buy it, or I'm going to fucking tell Dad. And we'd be like, ooh, my mom will kill me. Well, some of those kids that are doing that now look like me. And and I just I, the way I see it is that evolution that evolution is happening, but the playing field is exactly equal for them to have equal behavior because we still can find ourselves in situations we are not equal, and so there's a difference. People don't understand that when you raise the kids in a bubble. And let me say that I live in a community that is really a unique community, demographically. Um, there, Even in the state of Texas, there is not a demographic like the one The city itself, the amount of money in the city, the amount of how the minority is the majority here um, is different. I've always said these kids are raised like in a bubble. And as soon as they step out of our community and they go into other places, they hit, they get into a, a level of shock because everything is not like it is here. And what they grew up here in this bubble doesn't exist anywhere. And it's like one of the things that they have a hard time with is that entitlement that you had in that little small city where everybody had what you had or better or worse or whatever. Yeah, that's nowhere else. So now who's it going to be? And the parents are big. Like they grew up in an area where that is that was not the norm. We came here and we built what we have as far as worked hard, tried to make money, sometimes worked two jobs 
to make ourselves come up to this this level of income we want to have so that we can buy these houses that represent this level of achievement. But we're not instilling the things that they need to know in order to survive when you're not in this type of community. And we have it because we came from survival. We already have it. We grew up there. We learned our, our lessons. Those were our hard knocks. And we get here, and it's the hush area for us, but our kids are here, and they're not getting the hard lessons, so they don't, they're not, they're not balanced. And they have this entitlement that you find in the very rich, um, exclusive neighborhoods, but they wouldn't even fit in there. And it's dangerous. So I feel like one of the things that um, some mothers are passing down is this undeserved entitlement, and it's creating monsters that are not going to be able to sustain. Their minds are going to be blown, and some of them will recover, and some of them won't. That's what I think is one thing that we're giving them kids. So we need to start giving them kids, mom. Okay, Imani. Oh, Ron, did you have something to say? No, I just said interesting. Very interesting. Sorry, I didn't mean to take so long, but I had to make that. Yeah, you take forever. You take take forever between that and the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? The the, the curry shit. Imani's turn. Shut up, Ron. Um, I learned from my mom that I can be my own person and not give much about two craps <laughs> about what other people think. Um, I remember, like, it's just so many, it's so much about my mom. Like, my mom is, like, freaking awesome. She's hilarious. Um... She is she tickles my spirit, um, but she's very strong willed as well. And she's most people don't understand that my mom was well don't know that my mom was in the military. Um, <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, my mom was in the military, um, and she still gets up at five o'clock in the morning. It for me like. If you don't hit the ground running at five, I don't know what you're doing. Why are you still sleep at six? That's 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 my mom. Um, so I have like that. I'm, as you see, I'm always on time. I'm always on on time because of my mom. Because it would drive it would drive her nuts if we were late for something, and we always arrive ten five to ten minutes early. To be on time. I don't know why she's saying always, Jamal, because I could label, uh, go back to a few times. She wasn't on time. I could do it. He's such a hater. He's such a hater. Some more. Some more. Not on my show. Not on my own show. Whoa, 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 I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Whoa. Well, there's been times with other people, you know what I'm saying? 
have 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 Don King shit until you got available. Listen, 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 Linda. <laughs> now I'm Linda. Listen, Linda. That's because I work on those nights too. So let me get this straight. And I have to delegate. So it went from it never happened to it happened because. You see what I'm saying? See, that's that bullshit. That's the bullshit. This is how you should carry shit. You know what I'm saying? If I'm late, I have a reason. What's your reason, Mr. Fall asleep all the time? Mr. I got to receive 30 messages before I get my ass up and get on the call. You just said my reason. You just said, you, how you going to say it up there? What drug you on, Mr. Crackhead? You know what I'm saying? You just told people what drug motherfucker was on. <laughs> well, what's your reason, Mr. Fall asleep? Nigga, I fell asleep. You just, you just said it. He said, what drug you on, Mr. Crackhead? <laughs> What kind of question is that? You know what kind of drug the crackhead is on? On crack. They could be on other stuff too. You know how the old man fell asleep? Is he tired? I had a hard day today. I, I it was rough today. And you want me to stay up to ten thirty, nigga? I was up at ten oh seven. That was close enough. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> I made it most of the way. <laughs> okay, I didn't. I didn't say about my mom. Um, my personal mom. Yeah, let's talk about your mama. Watch it, buddy. <laughs> Let's um, talk about your mama. <laughs> in the sense that when I talk about my mom, Mayo, and think that she's everything in the whole wide world because she's amazing, because um, she is. But if I had to pull up, like, what my mom gives me, um, she gave me survivor's spirit. Like, don't quit, you're going to be fine, spirit. Because um, when I look back over that happened through my, my, my childhood, um, and I look at today, and I see my mom today, and I just think survivor. My mom survivor, and still is a survivor of a lot of things. She survived a lot of things, and um, he did it with such grace that sometimes I don't even know that those things, in fact, happened. Um, as a whole grown woman now, um, I only wish that could be what my mom was. That's my. She's amazing. So that's my mom. That's what she gave me. She's going, don't quit. Now, I'm not saying it was always done like in a way that I admired. Because, you know, my sister and I tell her all the time, you know, that she, when she hugs and kisses our kids, like, you didn't never want to hug. We couldn't hug you. You didn't want to. Get oh move y'all get off me. That was my mom. Like she didn't wasn't a hugger. 
No. It's not that she was a hugger. It's because you were trying to hug her. I told you I'd get off me, too. Well, the th- she has three children, and she didn't want any of us to hug her. Because so the other two probably look just like you. No, because you have different dads. So, no, that's not the case. Well, then they, now, they, they was too fucking close to you. They was, associ- they was associated with your ass, and she ain't want none of that, you know what I'm saying, residual yeah. you on her. You know what I think? Because, you know, as an adult, you try to analyze that shit. You be, like, trying to be all doctor about it. But I think that my mom, if we hugged her, she would have broken. If, if we... I, I think that whole act of embracing us and holding us and the thoughts that you have when you do that, I think she would have broken because she was very through a whole lot of things that we went through in our life. And I think if she, I think she would have broken down and, and I couldn't handle it. I saw my mom cry one time when I was a kid and I wasn't right. And you know what's funny? Besides the fact that it it seemed very similar what you said about your mother than what I said about mine. Um, it also may be similar with that. My mother wasn't very affectionate either. And I think that, and what you just said, I'm like, hmm, that could be it. Cause I'm, I've never thought about it. I just accepted it for what it is. Um, and also knowing her relationship with her mother and father, kind of, you know, was like, oh, well, that's why. I never really looked too deep into it because I don't say know where she comes from. But that mm-hmm. being said, um, that's part of the bullshit, too, that we're mm-hmm. living under this, under this guise that we have to be tougher than what we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say about my mother and my grandmother, everybody, all of my friends growing up thought they was the meanest two women. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, they punks. What are y'all talking about? You know what I mean? Like, because like, I, I saw, you know what I'm saying, that the emperor didn't have no clothes on. And I'm like, how, don't y'all, how, how y'all don't see this? But <laughs> I'm the first grandchild, and I'm my mother's only child, so I had a relationship with them two women that nobody else had. You know what right. I'm saying? My grandmother had done parenting, and now, you know what, I got to do this grandparenting in a whole different way than I did parenting. So I got to experience that. And my mother, you know what I'm saying, well, I didn't, I was parented this way. I'm going to make sure I parent in this way. So so I was able to see things from a, a ground floor that in perspective that nobody else had. But yeah. it's crazy how we think that we have to put up this facade. See, what I think it is, I think it's a bit of that European mind state seeping into us. The mind state of um, I got to make sure that I do. When in reality, we are in control of some things. But some things, if not most things, if not all things, God is in control of so if we realize that if you stay in accordance with, you know, the most high and righteousness, everything will be okay. You ain't got to make it okay. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to go out of your way to make shit right. If you live in right, it's going to be right. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it hmm, interesting. And um Adelka wanted to add that, you know, could it be relative to our age and that the generation that preceded us um, oh, she's trying to call us old? He's trying to call us old? I mean, oh, sir, you, you, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. old, Ooh. sir, this man. Oh. Please Isn't continue with Angelica's comment. You was a little eye roll, too. You missed it. It was an eye roll with it for emphasis, mm. you know. Um. And she said this, her comment was in regarding, like, the um, acting tougher than we are part of what you were saying. And, you know, if we look at generational things, you know, um, think about it. Think about the influences. That that kind of is it. Like, the influences of the generation before you, you know, and, and they pass on the things that they think that made them make it. And so the generations before our parents, you know, just kind of getting out of whatever was historically happening in race relations. I know my mom's story, um, a lot of her stories about her childhood, which she shares, um, is about being the first people to, to you know, when they say, okay, we're going to desegregate this movie theater, then she and her best friends like we're going to that movie theater tomorrow. You know that was a lot of her, what she did, um, and so I think that translated down to me with her never making me feel like I could only go certain places, you know, or um, or actually her pushing me to do and go and experience things in other. Places. I remember one of the programs that she wanted me to be in in high school, and it took what we, what you maybe would call the inner city kids, or the urban area kids, and it gave us this. The point was to give us exposure to like corporate America and entrepreneurs, and um, so basically what it did is it took us out of our hood, and once a week we um we would meet in various areas in the um, downtown area and we would see different things that you wouldn't necessarily see. And um, when she read the information, she was like, oh, yeah, you're doing this. And and I know that was so that that was her way of still um, pushing her agenda of, oh, let's get segregated, we're going tomorrow. You know, and with me, I was that piece that she could say, my child is experiencing that alongside because Myself and well, myself and my best friend, and just like four others of us, we were part of this program. But we were the ones that were brown. <laughs> Everybody else in the program, because the Dallas ISD area is really large, um, we were the only brown. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I know she, my mom, she kind of popped her collar with that. Like that made her feel good, you know. So. I do think that generational part does play a, you know, what they experience carrying over to like what I want you to do because I couldn't do it. Um, I do think that plays a part. So that's something to think about. Something to think about. I mean, just the, the, the uh, uh, so just stepping outside of 
parents for a hot second. I remember watching I Love Lucy growing up, and I remember Ricky talking about slapping Lucy. I was watching something um, the other day, and there was a, a, a clip of Sean Connery getting interviewed by Barbara Walters, and he was like, sometimes a woman should, you know what I'm saying, get slapped in the face. And that had to be in the mid, mid-80s, early 80s, that, that interview. And I say all that to say, just the environment that they grow up in and the things that they see now is different. You would never see, you know what I'm saying, it talked about a woman getting slapped and it's good to slap a woman sometimes on television now. Mm-hmm. And, and and it not be a backlash. You know what I mean? Like, so just the the cultural norms have changed over time. It's the point where when I was growing up, homosexuality, like you keep that in the closet or you know what I'm saying, your back pocket and, and, and you don't say nothing in public. But nowadays it's like, it's just the total opposite. Like you can't be gay and have everybody know. So like the the cultural norms have changed too between the generations of parenting. So I could see how now some of the things that our parents put into us, our mothers specifically, it um it almost don't even apply anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 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 me like my mom sent me to a, to a white school and, and it was busting and she and I got bust out there. Nowadays it's like with the generations being so uh, uh, interwoven or the the races, you know what I'm saying through just social media. Everybody it seems like got white friends, Spanish friends, Chinese friends. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way it is nowadays. But back when we was coming up, you know, especially me and Miss more books and Samaj want to act like she's fucking all young and shit. Um, it, uh, it, it, it just seemed like it was a whole different landscape. Like, people really didn't have any white friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- where would I get one at? They don't have none of them around here. Well, how, how would I come into contact with them? Speak for yourself. Okay, yeah. Okay, what's wrong with that? I'm just saying, like my, I kind of get what you're saying because I get it, but I I had this moment, this epiphany the other day, the very beginning of my childhood was white, like, and let me tell you why, <laughs> my grandfather oh, was, I know this story, he was the first African American allowed in his subdivision. And so, you know, we spent, like, every weekend with my grandfather. Um, And so when I would go over there, we would play with the kids that were in the neighborhood. We never realized that none of the kids were brown. They were all white kids. They were all white. For that first part of my life, because I spent my weekends with my, my grandfather, my friends that I played with, like, outside played with, they were white. <laughs> and, yeah, that, and, you know what that's like that's like having a, a, a jacket and you be like well look at my fur and then you realize it was faux fur you know what I'm saying yeah. so you, get, you know what I mean that was, that was your faux white friend you know what I'm saying hey listen 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 
<laughs> Let's not get it twisted. You no, wasn't doing no sleepovers, was you? Well, no, here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. My grandfather was so the, he was the um, outlier. And, and he was like the exception to the rule. He Now, here's the thing that's so funny. My grandfather was militant, but because that's why he wanted to move there. But these people accepted him in a way that was so strange. Like, they would talk about the niggers except for him. You know, like, he, they could say, you know, the niggers, and then he would like, the what? You know, because he talked about me. And they wouldn't, like, and, but that, that's what you're calling me, you know. But my, I'm telling you, it, it was the strangest thing. We got invited to, because these people had swimming pools. We got invited to spend the night, to swim with their kids. I mean, everything that they wouldn't let them do with their children. We got to do that. And I was like, this is the craziest, when I think of memories, these are the craziest memories. Nobody, and, and my mom, you know, she was like, I don't know if I want to go swimming over there. But they said we can, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, all all of that was offered to us as if we were not black kids. But then, as you get older, and my mom, you know, lived in a community that was predominantly black. You start getting older, you start realizing, these kids where I live, <laughs> and you start, you know, picking up. Uh, social ideas and, and concepts, and then it's like, well, I don't want to go outside when I go to my granddaddy's house. I just want to stay in the house. I don't want to play with them kids, you know. Um, eventually, we changed and grew, and it was different, but for the most part, in the beginning, no, it was, it was, it was, we were friends. We was all the same. So are you saying I can call you an Oreo? <laughs> can I can I call you that? Can I do that, Bob? You asked, I answered. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But you have a soft white side on the inside. Soft and white on the inside. No, I am me on the inside as I am me on the outside. Oh, okay. Okay. I was just asking. Just asking. But I got pictures. I know you got white friends too, so stop it. Um I don't know that I have white friends. I have a few white acquaintances, but I don't know that I have any white friends. The ones that you pick up and oh, I have plenty. I, mm, mm. Let's just forget it. Let's not even do this. Let's not have a debate because I embrace it. Friend and mingle. I embrace it because I know who I am. And there's that. You are who you are, and you're awesome. Thank you. And you are awesome, mom. And so are you, darling. Thank you. What are y'all bumping y'all gums about over there? What the fuck is going on over here? What? You're such an asshole. Yeah, I've heard that before. I think he's still jealous. Probably. You you think what? I'm what? I'm jealous? He's still jealous. Of what? 
that we hung out in a Jeep. He's jealous that we got to be in the back seat together and he missed out. The directions, I can go with that. Oh, I'm going to scroll. Go sit down somewhere. Go Go sit down. Go sit. Sit down. Our hood. We don't we have to we don't have fragile sense of who we are. We were in the backseat in the dark with each other alone. Now what? Uh, at a uh, restaurant. Oh. Oh, so at least you know what I'm saying, you got a meal after you got oh yep. bad. I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Well, I did want to say uh, one of the lessons that I did learn from my mom is that you can try to stick it out too long for the wrong reasons, and sometimes you do need to just let go. I did learn that because um, she loved her kids, and she did endure some things that she should not have. Um, and she, as an individual, would not have. But then she looked at those kids and she said, maybe I need to try to fix this and make this work. And she should not have done that. And she would have been better off and happier sooner had she gone ahead and and did it. And, again, that's some of her strength. But I think that was also a self-sacrifice that she didn't have to make. You know, we would have been kids are resilient. We would have bounced back, and maybe she would have um, been able to avoid some of my emotional damage that I. Okay, so so. We don't have. I got one. No, 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 no. We're gonna have to have some time. Um, one, I got to, to, to echo what you said, but. I got a reply right there, real just real briefly. Um, we don't know. We don't know. The word can should be put into a lot of sentences because we don't know the future. Like, because I, I said things like that about my mom too, but you don't know if the other path that could have been traveled down would have had way worse pitfalls. So I hear what you're saying. And, and I don't disagree with you. I just like to put the word can there, you know what I'm saying, or could have, you know what I'm saying, because it's, it's very possible that as opposed to the quote-unquote errors that were made, worse ones could have been made if those weren't. You know what I'm saying? So I just like it. But that, that I, being said. I don't think I said. Say? And if I came across as if I was being judgy, I'm not. I just feel like she should have done what, you know, she could have done what she I'm not being judgy, but say she should have. Nigga, that's a judge. Can I not correct that? I feel like she could have done, you know, what she did years later. She could have done it years earlier. She did it. So, now also, to, to echo, my mother's still teaching me shit, real briefly. She's teaching me that it gets greater later. 
My right. mother is doing a motherfucking thing in her 60s. And yep. it, it is a beautiful thing to see this woman who went through her trials and tribulations now travel the world whenever right. the fuck she wants. You know what I'm I, saying? To, to be able to do certain things for her grandchild that she was not able to do for me. To be able to to look at at a situation and assess it differently now in 2019 as she did in 1979. You know what I mean? Right. So so she she to this day is still teaching me things and the things that she's teaching me she's now teaching me by example and showing me that it does get greater later. So I salute her and all the other mothers that are still giving their children lessons deep yes. into their Absolutely. adulthood. Absolutely. And and I um and that's what I do. My mom ed- I thought we ain't had no fucking time. I thought we ain't had no time. Now you still talking. <laughs> Thing is, Brian, that's what I was the traveling, the doing whatever she wants to, spending money or time with her her grandkids like she wants to. I was in nineteen eighty So um go ahead and wrap up the wind down. I want to say to everyone who is a mother, please enjoy your very special day. If people do so much praise and accolades, congratulations, and continue to do what you're doing. And if you have some things to work on, go ahead and start. It's nothing like the present because um, mothering never stops. You are a mother until you – you're still a mother even when you're gone because we still talk about our parents even when they're not here. So um, – have a wonderful Mother's wonderful. Day is once a motherfucking year. Mother's Day is whenever you fucking wake up and you want to do something good for the woman who birthed you. Ron, I'm have to show up. Shut the hell up. Oh, no. Woman, fuck, I get one day now. How about that? That she wanted to say shit. I get one day. Fuck that. Damn, Lord. And I think you're run. You're trying to run the show um, as far out as you came in late. So if you were ten minutes late, you're trying to take us ten minutes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hell we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Down. Have a wonderful Mother's Day, and as Ron said, celebrate your mom every day because. She had unprotected sex and made you, so you... Whoa, I didn't say every day. I didn't say every day. She don't get that much motherfucking love. Mm. And with that in mind, have a great rest of your Wednesday. Did she just say celebrate your mother because she got a back shot from a sweaty man? Is that what she just said? I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm clocking out, okay? I'm clocking out. Hey, did she just need a homage? I'm clocking out. Not sweaty like yours. Everybody's mom is not an acrobat. <laughs>